are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. As one small step for man, giant leap for mankind. I don't believe in the Nogan scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hassan. This is the Dreamcatcher Podcast. And today's question is, is Elon Musk the Borg Queen? Well, we are going to ask that, but that's not exactly the day's question. In the Dreamcatcher Podcast, we always ask, can anything we imagine be created? In each episode, we pick one question, one thing we've imagined, and then check to see if and how it could be created using what we know now or what scientifically we know is coming. This is our third and last Star Trek-based episode for a while. We've already asked if and how the Klingons can exist. We've asked if the Vulcans can exist, and now it's the Borg's turn. Can the Borg happen? And in fact, are we already halfway there? So, let's start with this. To anyone who doesn't know who the Borg are, the Borg, probably an abbreviation of Cyborg, are one of the most frightening alien races on Star Trek. Not because of particularly creepy makeup. Some think it's because the humans and humanoids are stripped of individuality, uh, but also certainly because they are unstoppable and they destroy everything in their path by assimilating them. They look like people, but they are something else. Half organic, half machine, their bodies are not their own, and their minds are devoid of personality and emotion. Except they don't want your brain. They want your whole package. Your knowledge, your body, your mind, everything is stripped away and merged into the Borg collective. And the thing is that they assimilate any new technology they come upon and using nanotechnology they turn into more half-thoughtless drones for the Queen. So, cybernetic organism, hive mind, assimilates anything in its path. Individuals can act individually but also as a whole, as a hive. So today's question is not, can the Borg be real? The question, as always, is, how can the Borg be created? Not that we want to create the Borg, but the Dreamcatcher podcast is about making things real and checking if anything we imagine is something we could create. It's not about how smart it would be to create some of those fantasies, especially the Borg. So, let's start with the present. Is Elon Musk the Borg Queen? Why Elon Musk? Because he's the one walking at present on interfacing the human brain with a computer. And he has a pretty good chance of doing it, if his record is anything to guide us by. 
So that would be step one. All right, but how would we then become the Borg? We would have to turn all human beings, or most of them, into one hive mind. Is that possible? I think there are many possibilities to reach that point. For example, there's the Global Consciousness Project, which claims that we are already becoming a hive mind. But I don't really buy that one. If you want to explore that option and what they say, there's a link in the show notes at the website, and go there and click on it. We're going to pick another path, and it starts with AI. Let's begin by looking at how smart AI can get, and see how we can jump from there to the Borg. So, let's check out the headlines. The Tech Times published last month a piece with the dramatic headline. Quote, Facebook AI invents language that humans can't understand. System shut down before it evolves into Skynet. Also, Skynet, possible subject for the Dreamcatcher podcast. Here's the story behind that. Facebook shut down its artificial intelligence systems after researchers discovered it started communicating in a language humans could not understand. Facebook's AI basically created a language so that it could communicate with itself better. It wasn't limited to English, so it invented a different language. These same AI bots were also described by the researchers as, quote, incredibly crafty negotiators. End quote. After learning to negotiate, the bots relied on machine learning and advanced strategies in an attempt to improve the outcome of these negotiations. Over time, the bots became quite skilled at it and even began feigning interest in one item in order to sacrifice it at a later stage. That way, they're not actually giving up anything. They faked it. Fake, 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 fake. So, as you'll find, this incident is not the only one taking place today. There's a gathering storm, a confluence of events, stories about AIs doing things we wouldn't have expected, are cropping up everywhere. Let's pick a few. Item 2. Researchers at the University of Freiburg just published an article in a scientific journal called Human Brain Mapping. It's not the article that's called Human Brain Mapping, it's the journal that's called Human Brain Mapping. And see you thinking, where has that journal been all my life? Anyway, they propose using complex AI systems to help with brain research. They basically put a cap on your head, EEG, that measure your brain's electric signals, and then use an AI to interpret them. What's going to happen, and we've already seen what a good AI does is that the AI, which is not as smart as humans, is going to figure out how brains work. Not necessarily in that research, but if you use it long enough, the AIs will get more and more advanced, and the ability to peer into each of our heads, to see our thoughts, and even to see thoughts we don't know we have yet, as they are formed before we are aware of them, they can see those ahead of time. It's just a matter of time before that happens. Now, leap into the future with me. If you can do that, if you can analyze and see thoughts, and see what people are thinking, you can reverse it. 
you can insert thoughts into people's minds using well-aimed electricity. Right? I mean, it's just a matter of time. Item 3. Google's AI, DeepMind, after having crushed tic-tac-toe, checkers, go, poker, and chess, is now officially taking on StarCraft II, a multiplayer space war game. Blizzard Entertainment, the company that built StarCraft, just released the tools to let AI researchers create bots inside the game that will compete against humans. They're going to let the AIs figure things out, step by step. They'll start out horrendously and then, step by step, learn how to crush the humans. Now, jump into the future with me again. First, it's StarCraft 2. Next, EVE Online, or any other massive multiplayer game where the AIs can actually live and have a life or a personality in a virtual world disconnected from this one. So going into the future, they might advance there. They might form communities in this EVE Online, for example. And next, they might develop a Borg inside that game. Item 4. Google. Again Google has created a new hive mind in 14 robots where the robots teach each other and help each other in learning how to perform really complex tasks. Complex for robots in this case. There's a cool video which you can find at the show notes at our website dreamcatcher.vision and that is pretty self-explanatory. You can see how the robots teach each other, how they learn, how they improve over time, and how they share everything in a sort of hive mind. So, we've established that AIs can happen and advance past what we expect them to. That AIs can even create a hive mind. So let's start putting things together to see how the human race can become the Borg. Remember item 2 where we saw that we could actually implant thoughts into a brain by figuring out with an AI how human thoughts work? Now put that together with Elon Musk's Neuralink. We should be able to connect our brains to a computer in a few years. But then the computer will be able to link with us. Just as we can send commands, we get information. And information in this is basically electricity flowing into our brain. That's how we interface using our brain. So. Jumping into the future again, we should be able to hack other people's minds. Jump into the further future with me. So now everyone's connected. They're connected through their brains into the computer, the World Wide Web. And why shouldn't there be viruses sent by hostile forces that infect human minds with thought? fake facts, emotions that don't come from that person, and even, dum-dum-dum, instructions. Now, a human-made virus is not the only way this could happen. Imagine if one of those AIs we were talking about, the ones that develop in a massive online game or in another electronic corner of the universe where we're not looking, 
or lab, it is then that AI is then able to leave the game or leave its corner by climbing into someone's brain and becoming part of its thoughts, a subroutine in our brain that was not at all created in our brains, an electronic one that keeps on learning and keeps moving from one brain to the other. Maybe it multiplies. And that's how it moves. Does that sound scary? I'm not done. There's one more step. This program, whether a human-made virus or an independent AI, could actually learn to exist in not only one brain, but to have offshoots in many brains, not duplicates, but parts of itself. Each part can be independent, but working together. It could be one brain, one huge brain that exists in 100 people, a thousand people, one billion people, one huge truly hive mind brain, a billion people brain that is there for a billion times or even more, more powerful than a human brain. That's the Borg. So today's question was, can the Borg happen? The answer is, yes, they can. The next question is, will the Borg happen? Well, could be. How fast could it happen? Well, we could have the Borg here, whether we want them or not, in just a few decades. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. So, on that bright note, I'd like to say we got another positive answer. A scary one, but this is just a podcast, right? All we're doing is asking. We're asking, can anything we imagine be built or created by us? And yes, so far, it can. So move on. Nothing to see here. Everything is cool. Nighty night. I'm Guy Hassan. I'd also like to welcome to the team our producer, Ilana Budo, who is, she informs me, part woman, part online device. But certainly not a Borg. Our website is dreamcatcher.vision. On Twitter, I'm at dreamcatcherpod. And did you like today's episode? Tell me what you think. Email me at hello at dreamcatcher.vision. If you want your letter to be read on the podcast, let me know. I want to hear from you. Also, subscribe, rate us, and listen to past episodes. And one more question before we go. What is the one invented thing, like the ball, the one fantasy that you are most scared of? Write to me, let me know. Maybe we can put that in a future podcast. The Dreamcatcher podcast is brought to you by Comics in Power, the comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired. Comicsinpower.com I will see you in the next Dreamcatcher podcast. And one small step for man, giant leap for mankind. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm a
afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender.